Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Wednesday, November 15th. I'm Adam Banneke. In light of the surfacing wave of sexual assault allegations, we're going to take a hard look at the power of apologies and why saying, I'm sorry for offending you, no longer cuts it. But first, the headlines. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is considering using the Department of Justice to attack Donald Trump's political rivals by appointing a separate special counsel to investigate allegations surrounding Hillary Clinton and the Democrats, including the dealings of the Clinton Foundation and the Canadian mining company Uranium One. Meanwhile, Robert Mueller's investigation into the Trump campaign continues. On Monday evening, Donald Trump Jr. publicly revealed that he had secret online conversations with WikiLeaks during his father's 2016 presidential campaign. This marks the second reported correspondence between Trump Jr. and people or organizations with ties to the Russian government. After a new allegation on Monday, Alabama Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore now stands accused of engaging in sexually inappropriate behavior with five different teenage girls when he was an assistant district attorney in his 30s. The women were between 14 and 18 years old when Moore approached them. And, according to new FBI data, hate crimes against Muslims in the U.S. are at the highest level since 9-11. Anti-Muslim hate crimes increased nearly 70% in 2015, and more than 26% in 2016. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Many women say they feel like they apologize too much, but in this wave of sexual abuse allegations coming to light in the aftermath of Harvey Weinstein's downfall, it has become clear that men have the opposite problem, a seemingly pathological inability to say the words, I'm sorry. Here's Broadly's Diana Terje speaking with Vice Politics writer Eve Pizer about her article, How to Apologize, a Guide for Men. So you just wrote a piece explaining how to apologize and how to say sorry. Yes, it was a guide for men on how to say sorry. It sort of comes in the wake of public allegations of sexual misconduct against male celebrities. Can you tell me why it's important for guys like that to say sorry? And do they not know how? Well, I actually think it extends beyond these men who have been accused of doing these horrible things. I've noticed in my own life that even the best men I know have a really hard time saying I'm sorry or they don't even think of it. When I was reading Louis C.K.'s admission of guilt after the New York Times article came out, I was thinking a lot about how it didn't have to irk me the way it did. But the reason that I felt sort of angry reading it was because he didn't say I'm sorry. And instead of 
talking about how his actions hurt others. He talked about what he did in terms of himself. How he feels bad, how remorseful he is. Yeah. He said, I have been remorseful of my actions. Right. Or he said, there is nothing about this that I forgive myself for. And those are weirdly constructed sentences that are sort of passive. And I was thinking about the power of just actively saying I'm sorry. And really, it's like a step beyond just owning up to your shit you're acknowledging that you are wrong. And it's also sort of like an implicit suggestion that you're going to try to not do that in the future. Why does it matter that these guys say sorry at all? Right now, we're sort of at this crossroads where men are realizing for the first time how sexual harassment and sexual assault is wrong and how much it damages and hurts women. And it's not enough to just have public condemnation of these men. I think it's really important in terms of us moving forward as a society to have these men apologize and really understand why what they did was wrong. Right. Having them be actually part of the conversation. Because if it's just condemnation, that's alienating and um, sort of marginalizes that guy in a way that maybe doesn't help change the culture which made his actions possible. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, take Louis C.K., for example. I'm not sure that before all this came out, he really knew why what he did was so bad. And I think that Had he issued an apology that acknowledged, you know, the fact that some of the women that he harassed decided not to go into comedy because of him, I think that it could really go a long way. Obviously, this stuff takes time and maybe in the future these men can sort of come forward and um, do a better job of talking about why what they did was wrong. But I think just saying I'm sorry and is a real good first step. There's so much cultural empathy for men in a way that women don't have. And I think that one of the greatest contemporary examples of that is the Brock Turner rape case in which there was such a widespread level of support for him and concern that by naming him and naming the allegations made against him and the actions that he did were destroying this young man's life, which sort of necessarily took attention away from the actions, the reasons anyone was talking about him and the woman who had come forward about being violated by him. Do you think that that sort of culture of empathy towards men is present in the way that the public is dealing with criticism coming out around public male figures today? You know, what's happening now is different from Brock Turner in terms of the fact that Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein had decades of very successful careers. Their whole lives aren't ahead of them or whatnot. And so it's perhaps easier to just hold them accountable for what they did because they're so extremely powerful and they use that power to hurt others. Like Louis C.K., I think something 
I really wish he could have apologized for this, but it wasn't just that he masturbated in front of women without their consent. It's that there was a threat that if they came forward afterwards, their careers would be ruined. And that is violent. That's a violent thing to do. And I think that right now we're sort of at a turning point where we're saying, okay, that's not okay. And if you do this, you know, at the very least, it's like people are going to know and think that you're bad for it. And that's like the first step in terms of just like teaching people that this is actually wrong. It's it's so hard to get people to even come to the point at which we're able to have this conversation. So it takes so long and it's so hard to even get to a point where there's enough public support around the idea that someone needs to be held accountable, that the individual who's being held accountable is actually ready to do anything other than outright deny or ignore any allegations. There need to be some societal repercussions. Right. Like the public can always be there as a judge and jury, right, to make the norm that is going to be set. And if there's a society that turns a blind eye or tacitly endorses abusive behavior, then there won't be justice for people who are going to be victimized by that abuse. Um, But it seems like today there's this sort of tidal movement happening in which, for the first time on a large scale, people who've been just passively part of that status quo system of inequality when it comes to sex are being held accountable for the first time. And some of them seem totally shocked by it. Exactly. To read Eve Pizer's article, How to Apologize, a Guide for Men, go to vice.com. All right, that's it for right now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.